What up? Yo. What's good? Everything. What's popping? Everything. Dímelo, dímelo. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Episode 16. Welcome to episode 16 of the Terrible Reception Podcast. Yeah. We still need that soundboard. I know. So I think the round of applause would have been great there. That would have been good. Well, actually, if I set it up through Fruity Loops. Who's Ashley? What? <laughs> Who's Ashley? <laughs> what you talk about, Willis? <laughs> you said Ashley. I said actually. <laughs> anyway, what's up, everybody? This is the Terrible Reception Podcast, episode 16. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you for following us on this journey. And this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Today is... Oh, shit, I almost forgot what month we were in. Oh, it's May. <laughs> May 22nd. Uh, it's almost June. Yeah. So crazy. Uh, before we hit, uh, before we pop off, uh, make sure to tell everybody to like, subscribe, turn on your little bell notifications, all on the YouTubes. Leave a comment as well because that's very important to us. And get with it or get out. It's very important to everybody else, apparently, because, <laughs> you know, numbers are everything talent means shit these days yes um and by the time this episode comes out i think we would be ready for the um new distributor okay i've been waiting for well i deleted the last one i deleted all the episodes i re-uploaded to the new distributor i was waiting for them to pull the old uh podcast down and put the new one back up it's a lot of upload time yeah so um Apologies on that delay for anybody that listens to it on Apple Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. Um, but hopefully by the time this episode airs, you can have episode 15 and 16. Boom. Double up. Rest in peace, Nipsey. But yeah, man, it's very important that you guys follow. Uh, it's very important that you guys interact. Uh, and it's very important that you share, 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 because we always bump into situations where our numbers don't look so great and people don't F with us because of it. <laughs> so um, but you might F with this new layout, new, new distributor, mm -hmm. new layout, new layout, man. At least the YouTube is, is looks nice. Yeah. Um, Give us your feedback. Do you like the old ways of how we used to podcast or do you like mm -hmm. this new split screen? Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me uh, when you first showed me, mm -hmm. I was on my trip in Bali. Hint, hint. Mm -hmm. But we'll, we'll get there. You, <laughs> you sent me this uh, cool format and mm -hmm. it reminded me of a Street Fighter versus screen. Mm. It gave me that vibe like. Maybe we should just turn this into a debate thing. Come on, do, do the fist thing. You gotta do it this way so you can be in the camera. I am in the camera. Switch. What do you mean? There you go. There you go. I'll do the same. And we need the music. Because you know what this in. is gonna do? It's gonna make a really cool fucking uh, mm -hmm. freeze frame for the next episode. Ah. You know what I'm saying? So now we have to get into like some kind of heated debate <laughs> to promote this video. Great. Um, so... Before we get started, <laughs> we got that uh, the notification stuff out of the way. Uh, what else? We got the new distributor out of the way. And okay. So I am Jay Suarez of Benetton Music, One Eye Photography, Benetton Apparel. Mm -hmm. What else? And the Terrible Reception Podcast. And the Terrible Reception Yes, podcast. sir. And I am Parlay of Benetton, a.k.a. Not a one-trick pony. <laughs> AKA 
<laughs> my beard is gone. <laughs> Your what is gone? Your beard is gone. My beard is gone. <laughs> Actually, before like I left for this trip, I was trying to trim up, but I don't know if anybody else has that problem where like you like take your guard, you put it on your trimmer, but this time it like slipped. So like it went from, oh, I have a guard to, oh my God, why is that so short? (laughs) That's just, it's always like when you try to do your best ends up being too much. That that situation, because I was over in the, in the, Jay was in my studio room, whatever, while you were doing that in the living room. And all I hear is, fuck, oh my God. I know. And all I'm thinking pissed. is like. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. I was pissed. It's like if you, um, I don't know if you've ever seen those memes with like uh, how God makes me or something like that. It's like, it dumps he like forgets. a whole bowl of shit yep. into something. That's how it was. It was like, oh, I trimmed a little bit. Because it, this is how I fix it. I'll trim everything off. Because <laughs> about a beard is so annoying is that you're waiting for all the hairs to evenly grow to a certain point. So then you get the shape going. And I had my shape going. And now I just got to start from mm-hmm. one again. So It honestly looks better this way. You looked like a homeless person before. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Hobo chic. <laughs> I love hobo chic. <laughs> oh, man. It so, only brings the good people in because most good people approach homeless people. Mm-hmm. They're like, they have good hearts. Everybody else is like, ew, don't touch me. And be like, I don't want to fuck with you. <laughs> so you sip through the people. I sip, sip through, through the, the people, people. With, with the beard. With the beard. Right? <laughs> You'll find the ladies that truly love you. Oh, man. You'll find the people that like you for who you are. Mm. The people that love you will tell you shave that damn beard. <laughs> <laughs> the people that love you, but yeah, man, that's, that's that was so funny. The the whole time I'm sitting here like, oh, what the fuck did this guy do? I know. And I just hear you panicking in the next room, like, okay, fuck this. But mind you, before this whole interruption of positive energy, we had a great dinner that night. Before my trip. Jay and my mom, we all went out to dinner before I headed out, and we went to this Indian restaurant, which was so we recorded the last podcast, right? Did we? No, it was the night before. We had the whiskey, the risky whiskey business. The uh, was that the night before? Yeah, that was the oh, night before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was By the no way, way, for everybody that didn't that. know and hasn't watched that episode, please go back to it because I had to actually sleep here. Yeah. from the amount of whiskey that we had that day. Yeah, it was like I mean, I've I feel like cause I was watching back. I was like, all right, how crazy did we get? And I was like, we hold our liquor ah liquor, liquor pretty, pretty well, well. Mm-hmm. pretty well. I think the the worst thing that we do is we s- stumble on our words. Yes, maybe forget something here and there. I forget a lot because I, I know I was trying to like get serious at one point, mm-hmm. and my mind just went blank to what I was talking I about. Know. And I just started vomiting out the mouth with words, yeah. and I didn't know what the hell I was talking about, and then I remembered. I was getting frustrated was... with myself because, <clears throat> I mean, already, in reality, I have trouble remembering certain names, but the whole Kylo Ren, I shouldn't have slipped on that. <laughs> that was awful. That was awful. Of all things. I but threw, I, I threw you point, an alley, and you didn't finish the... Oop. I apologize to anybody that was listening, because literally at that point, even though we were carrying our liquor very well, I was really smashed. But that was like, yeah. two, you know, you're drunk when you say, "God damn, I'm drunk right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it was like two, two and a half glasses in, almost yeah. at that point. <laughs> that was too great. Yeah, that was good, man. But um, yeah, I guess we can we could we could talk about the Bali trip, man. Okay, welcome back. Thank you. 
He got back a few days ago. Yes. Any jet lag? Coming back, yes. Going, no. No problems. And I was kind of like, since I wasn't there for the longest I was there, I went to Bali for a week. Um, I had a client. She's a comedian. Um, I'm not going to put her name out there because she's rebranding herself. And I wouldn't know if she would enjoy that or not. I just got to see if I would have a go. But client went you out there. You could just say her name and we'll cut it out if she says no. All right, cool. So I went out uh, to Bali to document and follow Isha Mayfield. She's a very funny comedian. You guys can catch her on a couple clips on YouTube and stuff like that. She uh, had a couple shows at the Apollo. And um, basically, she came across my work from other clients that I shot music videos for. And yeah, she was, um, you know, excited to have me film her journey. And I was excited because I always wanted to go to Bali because Cass and Rianti are out there. And those are good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, wow, I'm going to hit two birds with one stone. And this is something I wanted to do for a minute. It is overwhelmingly beautiful. I think I texted that to everybody that DM'd me about my trip. Uh, that's how I truly felt. I feel like Bali is a piece of heaven on earth. Um, it's a very spiritual vibe um, to me. On a personal note, it has a nostalgic feel. It's like the whole country. Uh, everybody does like kind of offerings to the gods in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like uh, they just burn a lot of wood too. You know, it just has that nice smoky smell. I love and, that smell. Yeah. And the weather the weather was beautiful because uh, apparently like Australia was having some type of cold front. And it was just like, I mean, it was very hot out during the afternoon, but it had this nice breeze like we had today. Mm-hmm. And everybody there is very hospitable, beautiful people, smile with their heart type of vibe. And I must say, like, I got a lot of great footage. Like, everything was, again, aesthetically beautiful and set up to be captured, like, you know, with the camera. So I was very, very happy with the trip. And mm-hmm. it was nice to see friends again. And Highlight of the trip. Highlight of the trip? Mm-hmm. High and low. What was the high and what was the low? High is kind of like always when, like when I travel or I think when anybody travels, it's like you have, uh, you open up like another goal for yourself. You know, like you're like, okay, maybe I want to settle here later in life. or So it just opened my mind. What was the best part of your trip, Richard? That was the best part. <laughs> Don't get deep into this. Like, okay. oh my God, it opened my mind no, to some true. dope ass But shit it was and true. I want to move out here. No, All right. What like, was your favorite part? Of favorite the trip? part? Um, I think when I went to, um, we were coming home from like uh, the rice fields in Ubud. And we, Ubud. Ubud. That was uh, the area in mm-hmm. Bali. And we stopped at this restaurant called D Alas. And to me, it was very breathtaking. Because uh, we walked up, just like little stone walk, and then we followed this path. It had like lime trees growing on each side. And then there was just this like, this like back area. And then it just dropped off into these deep rice fields. Sun was setting. Um, really cool dinner place, low table with like these beanbag chairs that had like backings to them. You did mention that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had like a really good lunch. Because as you guys know, me and Jay are on keto. I tried staying on keto in Indonesia, which really worked. A lot of people are accommodating. The service was incredible. Like the but you cheated. 
cheated once. You could be mad at Cass. Because <laughs> Cass booked one of the best Italian restaurants in Jakarta. Mm-hmm. And he took me out there for last night. He he had a mandate with me. He was trying to, you know. Seduce you. Seduce me, yeah. And you gave in. That's it. Cass is a challenger. You know he's a challenger. But also, it also proved to me that I can. Huh, yeah, it proved to me I can cheat. No, <laughs> it proved to me that like I I did so well with keto that it didn't affect me like, nice. in a bad way. So very very nice. Yeah. Um. What was the low of the trip? The low. Oh. Um. There was one day that I I really. Uh, I guess the low was the travel time, altogether. Um. It's the first time. I've been on an airplane for literally a full day, 23 to 24 hours. And that's taxing. Like, I don't care who you are. You know, you could sleep on the plane, you wake up, and it's like you have another eight hours to go. Oh, my God. And it's just, it's draining between Mm -hmm. that and, you know, try to sleep as much as you can. I think that's the best part. Stay hydrated. Take care of yourself before you go. Make sure you're feeling good. And um, that's it. That's it. I think that's the lowest part about the trip, to be honest. I kind of thought that was going to be it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of keto, want to give a keto update? Yeah. We haven't do done it in a few episodes. Let's definitely give like keto update. How are you doing? Fantastic. Haven't cheated once. Oh, Thank you for asking. You're going to hold it against me. <laughs> See how this is. You cheating, asshole. <laughs> You out here flying to Bali, just fucking <laughs> cheating on it. That's it. That's what we do. That's what we doing now. Listen, you got to call Kaz. <laughs> oh, so he's your friend that like put uh, a nice slab of pasta in front of it you. Was, and you're it, just going to dive in head first into it. Was it was hard because honestly, it was one of those situations where if it was just him, he invited two other people, right? So one of the other people uh, were like a coordinator of his that decorated the restaurant. And then she's like, you have to try this. This is it. And then the chef came out. He's Italian. And he's like, how did you, you know, like, how are you enjoying this? Like, let me give you this, this and this. And I was like, ah. And it's like one of those things like you can't easily get in it. It's actually one of the first restaurants that, first of all, like in Jakarta, it's very advanced. It felt like New York, though, at the same time. You go through a lot of security checkpoints. And then the door to the restaurant slid open rather than a door. Hmm. It's kind of cool. Like a sliding door. No, not, not like a glass like mall door like you would imagine. Mm-hmm. But it, it is like a sliding door, like a, like a closet sliding door with mm-hmm. windows. I see. I see. That I makes see. sense. I see. Yes. So outside of cheating, how you been? Oh, my God. <laughs> Keto's been great. I think I finally, um, everybody in my family has even people like on Instagram, they'll DM me and they're like, wow, I could see that you lost weight or you're skinny as hell, blah, blah, blah. I've always been skinny, but I've gotten back to the point of um, not being shy of my body or anything like that. I got back to my high school form. I could see my abs again. I'm back to the point that I'm happy with my body. Hmm. I don't think I have to lose any more weight. Um uncomfortable with where i'm at if i want to tone up i want to tone up but this and that but i'm really happy where how much weight have you lost i haven't you know what uh i know you check the scale often i haven't Mm -hmm. um but last time i did check i was around 173 so i might be around like 160 something Mm -hmm. and i think that's like a good zone for my height Mm -hmm. uh, especially for my body type 
So um, I continue my shakes. I continue everything else. Uh, I kind of like by default, I do the intermittent fasting. Um, I feel good. I just feel good. I love my shakes. It was hard to not have those in um, Bali. I tried to get, I got unsweetened almond milk. I didn't have a blender. They had frozen strawberries. They have cold brew, but I found these things kind of, I mean, I was there for a week, but I found it midway mm. through my trip at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like I said, everybody over there is pretty up on things. Like, I think a lot of people have this by default, like this assumption that like Asian countries are very uh, primitive and stuff like that, but they're like as advanced or if not more on top of things, kind of like New York vibe, mm -hmm. you know, the world is huge, like, mm -hmm. and people are up on things. So I was, I was happy to do that. And the coconut milk, goddamn, the coconut, <laughs> coconut, anything in Bali or Indonesia, it's like a different type of coconut. It's not bitter like it is here in the U.S. <laughs> Actual coconuts. Yeah, and like <laughs> coconut cream was in my coffee. Oh my god, man, it's just amazing, amazing. So I really enjoy having keto here. Um, I'm gonna continue with it. Like I said, I think it works for me. Uh, especially being established here in America for the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think it's the healthiest way to go for me. I think so. And um, I keep seeing the results. I feel great. I feel mm -hmm. no brain fog and stuff. I think I've been tired from jet lag, but that's it. Nice. Yeah. That's been my thing. My thing is um, just how it makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Like I check the, the scale often uh, once a week. Yeah. I check it once a week. Uh, just to see my progress because I, I want to make it to a particular goal. Um, so if I don't lose weight in a particular week, I want to make adjustments um, so that I can do I can lose weight. I know um, you're doing well because mm -hmm. Jay lifted a shirt the other day and he was like, yo, check out the progress. I was like, wow, you really see it. That's crazy. It feels nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah. And every <laughs> you, know, you know what? Honestly, um, before we got onto the podcast, uh, we had Leo. Leo hit me up and he's like, wow. Jay lost a lot of weight. Like people DM me mm -hmm. when I take a picture of you or just post mm -hmm. something we're doing and like people can see it. So see, he's like, man, he lost a lot of weight. Hey. And I'm like, everybody telling people, man, like it's, it's simple. It is. As long as you prepare, it's very, very simple. Mm -hmm. And as long as you do your research, it's not difficult at all. So what's some advice like? I feel like I always give people advice from my perspective of like, I know who I am as a personality and a person, right? I might get off track because I have like a sweet tooth or this or that. Like what keeps you in the game with keto? What? The progress. The progress. Okay. <laughs> I, set, I set myself a goal in the new year mm -hmm. and I feel like I do this all the time uh, where, and I'm sure everybody does mm -hmm. for the new year resolution. I want to lose some weight, blah, blah, blah. So I got to the point where I was like sick of it, mm -hmm. where I would make a promise to myself and I don't fall through with it. Oh, well, it falls through mm -hmm. or whatever. So um, I'm taking a trip in late July, early August, mm -hmm. and I wanted to set that goal as. Um, we'll see how I, you do on your trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You haven't left the US yet. <laughs> so I started at 223 pounds. Okay. And that's a lot. And a lot of people don't even notice that because I guess I carry my weight well, okay. whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. Um, so last time I weighed myself was this past Monday mm -hmm. um, and I'm down to 190. Okay. So that's a total of 33 pounds. 
And that's funny because you're five pounds away from your initial goal. My initial goal. But you said you want to go further now. I want to see if I can make it down to 180. Okay. Or 175. 175 would be really good. Yeah. I'm going to see. Let's encourage Jay, everybody, to get yeah. down to 175. I'm, I'm going to see where how I feel when I get down to 185. Okay. And I'll see where, where I can go from there. Because that's a big difference, too, with the 10 pounds. Yeah. It's crazy. Because you'll be hella ripped. Yeah, man. Hella ripped. So now I, um, I'm doing more weights now. Okay. Uh, which is probably why I didn't lose any weight last week. Okay. Um, because it's kind of uh, like bulking and stuff. Yeah. So I I definitely want to like hold. Not that I want to hold back on it, but I definitely want to do something different. I don't want to bulk up just yet. Um, What's your advice for people that are like one skeptical of this diet? Two, don't feel like they have the motivation. They don't feel that they have to change their diet. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, like you know, you've even mentioned you're kind of like you were never about the diets you were kind of like stubborn to certain type of things so i mm-hmm. want to say like where what was what was your breakthrough what was my breakthrough um just seeing the progress that people made mm-hmm. um because my boy earl did it for a little while and i saw the progress he was making off of it mm-hmm. and he kind of gave me like the the keto bible gotcha <laughs> so he passed me a pdf file of like the basics and you know and um we just did a lot of research. We did a lot of research, looked up a bunch of recipes, found replacements for the things that I do like. Um, and then now we're just trying to find different replacements for like the sweets. Okay. So now we kind of perfected the, uh, keto cheesecake cups. (laughs) Let the people know. (laughs) So the keto cheesecake cups are bomb. So we're doing that, uh, to satisfy the sweet tooth, which I've never had, Yeah. but now that I can't have it, I'm like craving it yeah. all the time. Well, it's kind of like, sometimes you might've <clears throat> replaced that with other carbs, mm-hmm. carbs yeah. turn into sugar. So where you had your pastas and your pizza and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When I would know. get hungry, sometimes I would just get a slice of bread and eat it with like cheese or peanut butter and jelly or yeah, something yeah. like that. So, um, you never realize how much carbs are in things until you start looking at the and labels. Sugar and sugar i have to say as your friend and stuff like that i've also seen um i think we spoke on it too like i guess without having as much brain fog mm-hmm. like i feel like personality like there's more of a harmony harmonious mm-hmm. like you know I, don't, I feel like things agitate you less when you have a good balanced diet and stuff like yeah. that you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? i think it's because of the progress it's given me such a positive mindset on everything Mm -hmm. because it's like when you there's no better feeling than setting a goal and accomplishing it um so even if like you know just internally with the diet and everything it does pick up your mood but it also gets enhanced by accomplishing these goals and how positive you are Mm -hmm. when you accomplish these goals so if anybody's asking for any advice um actually had two maybe three people hit me up in the last few weeks saying that they've started so hopefully they're staying strong and hopefully they're Um, doing clean keto yeah i mean it takes a lot of cooking for yourself it takes a lot yeah it takes a lot um the best thing that i would say is be prepared prepare 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 um because when you're eating out it's it's tough like the the cleanest dirty keto that you can do is probably like chipotle yeah um and that's when i'm like when i have nothing defrosted or i have like a long day at work or something like that or a long week usually like on every other friday or every two to three weeks i'll have like a bowl of chipotle with no rice or anything like that well it's interesting Um, like we're also learning too like if you 
Like Jay and I, we we stumbled across an Indian restaurant that we used to go to, but they revamped themselves. Mm-hmm. So they use a lot of ghee butter in their cooking, mm-hmm. and they kind of by default they were saying a lot of people have sugar problems and gluten problems. Mm-hmm. So they don't add sugar to their chicken tikka marsala. If you guys are familiar with that type of dish, so good, it's so good. And then uh, you know you're able to have cheese and cream and stuff like that mm-hmm. on keto. So like uh, I think they call it palak paneer which is like spinach with cheese and stuff like that. That is so good. Yeah, it's like their version of cream spinach. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. So yeah. if, if you do those two together plus any type of tandoori, which mm-hmm. it's like meat, you know, marinated in yogurt and spices, mm-hmm. you guys are good to go. So We had some shrimp too today. Uh, yeah, yeah. And ginger and... Tamarind? Was it tamarind? Ginger, tamarind, and like something turmeric. else. Turmeric. Yeah. yeah. And that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like really, 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 really good. It was fragrant. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, yeah. So the the to the two three people that started, um, I'm glad that I was an inspiration. Yes. Um, nothing makes you feel better than somebody else telling you like, "Yo, you've inspired me to do this." Mm-hmm. You know, become a little healthier, be a little more determined, and more and stick to something like this. So I've tried to give a couple of people insight on it, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're personally ready in their life yet. Yeah, to uh, I've tried for a couple other people. I think we talked about it the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you honestly can't follow something like this unless you are determined. Yeah. Unless you want to stick to this because you need a certain level of determination, mm-hmm. certain level of discipline to do something like this. Because um, I've been putting myself in situations where I take some of my kids out and I'm like feeding them pizza and I have my little bag of macadamia nuts and my cheese crisps yeah. <laughs> with my bottle and of water. you're smelling pizza, but you're eating something different. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it's I, tough. It's tough. I always see the war between people that do keto people that are like pescatarians now there's a carnivore diet there's the vegans there's the paleo carnivore diet there's a carnivore diet so it's eat just nothing like, but meat yeah what? uh that just doesn't sound healthy at all <laughs> right <laughs> but it's funny because, because like some sometimes you know vegan vegan is like keto right mm-hmm. you gotta do it clean to get the best results like i've seen some people on the vegan diet and they're out of shape they don't realize that they might not eat meat, but mm-hmm. now they're eating tons of sugar or they're eating things with tons of fillers in it. Tons it, of fries and shit. It's the same thing with keto. Like you could do like disgusting, like you could overdo it with dairy products. Like you you don't have mm-hmm. to do everything dairy and you don't have to do like that much meat and stuff like that or, mm-hmm. you know, end up at Wendy's every day. Like mm-hmm. that's know. the common misconception of people because everybody's like processed. They, they see the progress right and they're uh-huh. like oh my god you're gonna die because the guy that invented keto died of a heart attack i'm like first of all where's those facts you yeah. need to fact check that number one number mm-hmm. two he died at that like the age of 77 78 or something yeah. like that and most of the time it's somebody <laughs> telling you that doesn't have their stuff together yeah exactly and i'm like i've no offense, found but... a balance yeah. of you know eating the right things yeah i eat a lot of veggies i eat spinach ton of spinach uh kale Mm -hmm. uh lettuce i eat a lot of greens yeah and that's the important thing about being on this diet it's not just like strictly eating only fat no i mean it's just very low carbs limited amount of sugars fit it into your net carbs that's it yeah you can't you don't even have to look at the calories to be honest most of the time and i think once you like enter ketosis at the four to five month six month like when you're doing keto for half a year Mm -hmm. Even if you 
do it unconsciously, like start subconsciously. You know, subconsciously, no, it would be unconsciously, right? Because you you wouldn't notice that you'd be on the ground sleeping. <laughs> That's unconscious. All right, but I'm saying like it's kind of like one of those things. Like if you're going over your net carbs just a little bit or mm-hmm. this or that, your body has like fine, yeah. this ketone compression that it doesn't let anything spike anymore or mm-hmm. kind of go out of whack. So yeah, man. So in a nutshell, I love it. I feel great on it. Uh, Energy is there. And I think I mentioned before, the only time I have a rough time is when I wake up in the morning. Okay. Because I guess you're in such a deep sleep, it's tough to get out of it. But once I get up and out of bed, I'm fine. Uh, At least you're getting deep sleep. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing a lot of people lack. Like everybody's having this like... Well, at first I was having a a rough time. Sleeping. Sleeping, yeah. All right. I think that was one of the side effects Mm -hmm. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I stuck with it. Um, I wasn't a big sleeper anyway. I've never been a big sleeper. I always sleep five, six hours a day. Yeah. And I'm good. It's weird. I love to sleep, but I'm not a big sleeper. Right. I feel mm-hmm. more energy when I sleep less. Same. It's weird. Same. It's weird. I think that's another thing. Now that I get more hours of sleep, I think I feel more tired. And that's yeah, yeah, al- yeah. I've always been like that. Yeah. But if I like, for example, on a Friday into a Saturday, I wake up early on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I wake up like seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, and um. I can literally go to bed at two, three o'clock in the morning and wake up no problem on Saturday. How's, how do some of your closest friends, uh, what what do they think? Are they the people saying that, you know, uh, keto can kill yours? Like, no, it's family. Family. Ignorant family. But I'm members. saying like ignorant, close friends, ignorant what, do, what do they think? Are they are they curious or? I haven't seen a couple of them in a while. Um and some of them don't really compliment. <laughs> some don't compliment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, we don't really talk about it. Um, uh, Just like a the one the one person that I told you about yesterday mm-hmm. uh, was my uncle. My uncle's like oh, one yeah, of those yeah. like guys is, just doesn't care about anybody's feelings. He'll call you fat if he thinks you're fat or whatever. Um, but uh, I saw him a couple weeks ago on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and uh, he looked at me up and down. I'm like, oh, okay, oh here we go, and he was like damn how much weight have you lost and i'm like about 30 pounds as of then i was like 30 pounds and uh he goes damn you look great (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) and in my head i'm just like it's like it's like you cornered his uh his disrespect (laughs) right so it's like great and then of course you sit down and it's like those people are you're gonna die from keto oh my god hell no relax people relax i'm not gonna have a I've, I've even been taking uh fish oils too nice i've been balancing out with fish oils my mct oil um i just think it's always funny because like when we first uh i mean ever since we've been friends i've been like the uh quote-unquote health freak the health freak yeah and now like you've I've become the health. I've become the guy that I was so annoyed by. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. I'm in restaurants. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be a little annoying, but uh, yeah. can I have this burger? <laughs> no bun, lettuce, tomatoes. Yeah. Can I get some avocados on the side too? <laughs> See, like for my for my thing as as Jay's friend, I'm like, okay, we got keto, we got health conscious. Soon, he's gonna start believing all these uh, conspiracies, conspiracies. <laughs> oh, i knew you were gonna say that it's next it's next yo that's funny i wish i could remember which conspiracy it was i was like oh fuck i'm in it <laughs> you're in it yeah if it comes to me sometime i'll, I'll let you know gotcha. but it was something i was actually gonna hit you up i was like yo i'm in this one <laughs> slowly but surely i'm like okay jay's gonna see the light jay's gonna see the light but uh yeah man if anybody needs any advice i'm open 
shoot yeah. me a dm a text if you got my number uh, i could give you like the the basics of how i got started um and then you can kind of just like do your research from there moving forward because my difficult part what for me was um figuring out what to eat at first yeah but once i figured that out got into the groove of things i kind of got sick and tired of eating the same thing over and over again it's kind of like photoshop <laughs> like i feel like i started out with photoshop i'm like hey jay mm-hmm. this is photoshop yeah and now like jay surpassed me in mm-hmm. photoshop with certain techniques mm-hmm. and now it's like with keto i'll be checking jay's timeline and i'm like i went to the same meals all the time and now i'm seeing him trying out pastas yeah uh you know compliments of mom mom mom. and then i see you with the cold brew Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying like it's just like i'm like dope dope like this you're you're uh trying all these different recipes yeah that's that's the thing i was mentioning earlier is you got to keep keep things it's kind of like a relationship you Mm got to keep things fresh fresh you know what i mean if not you'll get tired also hit jay up uh for relationship advice you know? got you <laughs> like, <"I> got you <laughs> one of my boys actually um, the keto love guru you got a new title yo, for uh, social media the keto love guru <laughs> one of my boys told me that he'll stop following me if i change my name to keto something oh shoot was that is that <laughs> I carlos won't, i won't follow myself it's definitely carlos. Some, yeah i wouldn't follow myself if i did something like that like that that's funny but yeah man so uh, like i said if anyone needs any advice any like pointers holla at your boy i got you um if you need any motivation i got you i'll be the best hype man ever i'll do cartwheels for you i'll buy some pom-poms oh my God. show up at work and just like drink that cold brew drink that cold brew <laughs> um let me see what we got here so um want to give people an update of our meeting today sure so i we, just secured the bag by the way you secured the bag secured what does that bag. mean i just secured the bag that's all you need to know am i in on this bag or is it just yours Oh, it's just my bag. It's just your bag, okay. No, it's just the rest of the bag. It. Somebody was uh, owed me, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. somebody owed you a bag. Somebody owed me a portion <laughs> of a bag. <laughs> <laughs> was it the handle that was missing, so you couldn't pick up the bag? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like you thought you grabbed the bag, uh, but it slipped out of your hands. Damn. Yeah. So now the rest of the bag is there. Yeah. So you have no problem picking it up. Yes. That's what's up. Shout out to whoever. <laughs> help you secure that bag yeah um what was i gonna say oh so our meeting today yes. so today was our second second meeting with the distribution company i think we could say the name by now or you want to still wait nah, i don't want to say it at all okay cool, cool cool um cause it's like we we got invited again mm-hmm. which we thought it was a really good sign because yes. the first time we were kind of confused as to what the services are be- that were being provided um music industry standards literally fall in the same category as dating you know Mm. if you get a second date or a second meeting it's a great thing even if the person's there to just smash (laughs) there's still some type of interaction or interest Uh where it's like okay now we're playing the game yeah so that's kind of how we felt today it was like we came back they were like okay they're they're interested you know they're feeling what we're, we're bringing to the table and uh we, we just were coming felt like prepared we were, too like we yeah. we jay we was taking homework. down his notes we did our homework went over our notes what we wanted to cover uh what questions we wanted to ask and uh we ended up being in a situation where um the other just wanted to smash <laughs> 
and but uh, they only wanted to smash because they thought we were popular yeah or no i mean i'm saying that in a in a, in a funny way uh, but yeah so once they checked our not that they checked our numbers but it, it and that's what we were saying earlier it's all a numbers game it's always and that's why game. i always preach the support your friend yeah i want to clarify that okay i want you to support your friend if you wholeheartedly feel this person is in their right lane okay because I had a conversation with Carlos. Okay. And it made a lot of sense where if your boy is a barber, mm-hmm. but he's a trash barber, mm. it's up to you to be like, yo, this ain't it, chief. Gotcha. <laughs> and that, I, I so. always tell everybody, I was like, honesty is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of people don't want to hurt other people, but you do in the end. Mm-hmm. Because it's like that person dedicates so much time thinking that they're on the right path mm-hmm. and you're not supporting. Right. And that's kind of what I say when I always say surround yourself with the people that are out for your best interests. Don't surround so yourself. So Carlos thought you were a trash rapper. No, no, no. Okay. Not <laughs> it's not that. It's just, I guess, um, not that it was misconstrued, but my idea was um, to surround yourself with people that are not yes men. Gotcha. And I've preached that before where it's like if you are doing music mm-hmm. and your music is trash and there's no potential there, mm-hmm. it's up to you as a friend to be like, yo, I think you got to find another lane, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, But what was Carlos' advice to you? It wasn't advice. It was just saying that, you know, he agreed to a certain extent and he was just saying that. Um, that that idea where it's like if somebody's trash at something, yeah, yeah. you don't have to support them. No, you know no, what I mean? No, no. But um but on our end you know it's it's always a numbers game it's always likes follows plays um it really comes down to what we were discussing on the way home Mm -hmm. is that it's really up to you to become your hype popping yeah it's really up to you in every sense and you know some people get lucky Mm -hmm. and you know bless them like that's now you have a whole new career in life and lane where you can feed the mouths you love it's all dope um but we also live in an era where it is based off of gimmick Mm -hmm. also based off of like popularity and hype and it's um part of the game quote unquote to find that for yourself and it's like the other thing i said um this is like kind of like my quote today where i was like kind of like oh okay it's like you have to die to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, heaven metaphorically is somewhere we all want to be, right? Right. You know, who wouldn't want to be in heaven, paradise? But at the same time, the only way to get there is mm-hmm. to die. And then you also said you kind of noticed that mm-hmm. with, in comparison to what was it, the Netflix mini movie with Kyle? Mm. Yeah. Where he became seizure boy. Yeah. <laughs> he became seizure boy. He went viral and then kind of stuck to his guns. Yeah. Or his boy, actually, his manager kind of helped yeah. him stick to his guns. But you were also saying, you, you you were emphasizing to me, it's like, you know, you have to, you have to die or kind of like. You kind of have to like. Find that humility you're comfortable with. Right, right. So it's like you have to, like you, going off of what you said, you have to die to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You have to be happy with the way you die to get to heaven. Yes. Because that's what's going to follow you. Yes. Over and over again. So, um, but uh, yeah, so, you know, we're kind of leaning towards, we're still waiting for an email from 
the this particular company. We're going to go through the email one more time and then we're going to make a decision. We'll let you guys know at the next podcast what yeah. we uh, decided. So but, it's kind of uh, like, you know, the ball is in our court. Yeah. But we're just weighing out the pros and cons as yeah. far as balls in our court. But already the other team has the the, the yeah. advantage. And we're down 50 to 10. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. um. How do you get back in the last three minutes of the last quarter? You know what I'm saying? We got to get Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph so, Curry, a.k.a. popularity. Popularity. There you go. It's perfect. That's a good way to tie that one up. Yeah. But uh, we took the bus today, right? Oh. Because transportation, public transportation going into the city is the for anybody that's not from New York mm. or knows anything about traffic and parking and all that. Well, you don't take public all the time. Like, you... I'm, I take public more often than you. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. every time you take a public transportation with me to go to these meetings or mm-hmm. anything else, it's been horrendous. Because mm-hmm. I usually take the train when I go in. The train's <sighs> much more... It's it's still annoying, but it's much easier. I know. Um, the thing is, if like I said, if you don't live in the New York area, um, we live in Jersey, which is literally like 20 to 30 minutes from the city yeah, yeah. if you drive in. But you have to weigh out the pros and the cons, right? So if you drive in, you get in there kind of smoothly most yeah. of the time. Sometimes you're stuck in the the traffic mm-hmm. for you know a little bit, but but you get to and from your actual destination like this, yeah. As opposed to taking pl- public transportation where you would end up somewhere in the city, and then you have to find another way to get to the actual yeah. location that you're going to. So, but yeah, like with a car, you, you got to park for parking, and if it's before six o'clock, you have to. Put it in a garage mm-hmm. or get lucky that you and find those a can get spot. very expensive oh yeah and that but the thing is with the car i mean for some people depending on where you live in jersey too that's another thing with the bus you could kind of take a somewhat late bus mm-hmm. but you can't go out clubbing all night no. you need to take the car or something like mm-hmm. that if you're trying to spend the whole evening i could yeah i know you could down the road is the mita mita buses oh yeah the, the poppy buses, buses. <laughs> well that's what i'm <laughs> saying 24 depending, hours Depending, depending where on live. where you live, because mm-hmm. other places like the latest bus you could get home is maybe like one thirty, mm-hmm. but you're not staying into the club till four o'clock and expecting to get home. And if you mm-hmm. do, you gotta wait till the buses start again around <laughs> five seven. Yeah, you know that's kind of how it was when I used to go into Hoboken taking the train. Mm-hmm. You would have to leave by like one thirty, the latest, mm-hmm. or else you're stuck down there, or you're Ubering home. It's crazy, or you have to ask for a ride. But um, so when we get on the bus. The bus AC system is busted. So they have winter heat on. It's on full blast. blast. Mind you, it was what, like a good 80 degrees today? Yeah. So it was and 80 we degrees. decided to wear crew necks. Crew necks both of us. Because it was nice out. Yeah. It was like this windshield. It was like, it was, it was, it was comfortable to weather. walk around like, with yeah, this. Yeah, it was yeah, comfortable. Yeah. So we get on the bus. You literally hear the AC. That's how on blast it was. So it was on blast, heat. No windows open. One gentleman came on the bus and, mm-hmm. you know, the exit door, the emergency, <laughs> the emergency exit door hatch. in the middle. Yeah, emergency, he, opened he opened that. Yeah, so he opened the emergency hatch to get some air and, and kind of help, but not really. Yeah, that's like blowing on like a really, really hot meal and <laughs> yeah. just expecting it to cool down in the <laughs> first. cool down. But uh, it kind of helped. Um, and we were kind of just trying to think cool at that point. Because uh, there was one guy that lost his temper and started yelling at the bus, and the bus driver was not having it. And then some passenger defended the bus driver. I yeah. thought 
things were going to go down. I saw World Star in the making. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was ready to take my phone out. <laughs> and she told her told him to get off the bus. He mm-hmm. actually did to take another mm-hmm. bus. And then the other guy was like, "Get off the fucking bus, you fucking cry baby." <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So that that's how we set off the day. And yeah. then we get to the city and my stupid ass instead of checking the uh address on the actual invitation for this meeting i checked it in the email of the person that sent us the invitation and mind you i forgot the address from last time so i followed Jay's. two different things two different things so we ended up somewhere on uh the opposite side of town kind of the opposite side of town so we get into this building we're like okay this kind of makes sense it's a bigger building different building still part of the same company right so we asked they were like oh we we don't see you on the list i'm like so we got to go to the other place. So we figured out the address. It was like a 20 minute walk. So we walked to the place and luckily we left early and we were hungry and all these food trucks were outside. Yeah. Just, we were like, like, oh, do you want a bite? Let's just get to this meeting. bro. <laughs> so we get to the meeting. It took us like about 20 to 25 minutes to get there yeah, walking. Walk. Luckily, we left early yeah. uh, or else we would have been screwed. So we got to the meeting 20 minutes early. Right. Yeah. So we sat in the office, dope office. Um, and we always appreciate the opportunities that are given to us, you know, even just sitting down with people that are interested in us, um, is always, you know, we're always grateful yeah. for the opportunity. So our whole career in this music game is <clears throat> people see our potential, mm-hmm. people enjoy our music, but not enough to, what would you say? Uh, take a risk, take a risk or, you know, bring it to the, the industry is not a bunch of gamblers no. at this point. They like to kind of see a product that's already has a backing, mm-hmm. has a following, so they don't have to do all that work. It's kind of like the friend that comes over and they're like, ah, oh, wake me up when dinner's ready. Mm. And you're like, oh, so I'm going to do all the work? Yeah, kind of. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Or the guy that's in the uh, group project <laughs> and he does the least amount of work and gets the, the final grade. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, you happy yeah, with that? you happy okay. with that? Yeah, so... So yeah, man. So at the moment, the ball is is in our court. So we're gonna go through this email that they send us. We have to send that thank you email mm-hmm. reminder. Uh, so they could send us that one sheet, kind of explaining the the breakdown, the breakdown of this uh, meeting we had today. And yeah. we are gonna run over the because uh, these meetings become a lot too. They yeah. throw a lot of information at you mm-hmm. that or uh, slang. Mm-hmm. That sometimes you're unaware of, yeah, or terms, terms That's that we don't word. understand, yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, we'll see. We'll go over the email. We're not completely uh jumping sold. ship at the yeah. moment. We're not sold, and we're not jumping ship yet. Um, so we'll see. We'll check out that that email real quick. Uh, run through it, bounce some ideas off of each other, and then we'll figure it out from there. But, um, again, I stress the importance of playing our music. Um, cause they kept on mentioning Spotify numbers, Spotify numbers, Spotify numbers. They're like, uh, we need a consistency of, uh, hundreds and thousands of followers. We haven't even broke the hundreds yet. It's funny because I also was like looking into music today and before you had scooped me or before you came over to head out, mm-hmm. I was checking out this Chris Brown featuring Nicki Minaj and G easy song called wobble up and wobble up it has it's funny because the title has nothing to do with the heavy context of the song does that have to do with like dancing twerking well it's it's basically like talking about 
butt cheeks all up on your privates. That's kind of what I thought. But it's not like twerking. Like it's more like sexual. Oh. So it's kind of like wobble up when you when you hit the water and the currents come back and all that wobble wobble. Yeah, yeah. So I was wondering, like, I noticed that like a lot of the music that's popular that we see, uh, like vulgarity levels are on high, and I know sex sells. So I was thinking, like. You know how they compare like Chris Brown to like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. mixed with a little Tupac. <laughs> Who said that? I think it was uh, uh, Justin Bieber. He said he said uh, Chris Brown. Is, oh, that sounds crazy. Yeah, it does. It's like Chris Brown mixed. What was it? Michael Jackson. Mixed Michael with, Michael Jackson mixed with, mixed with Tupac, Tupac so coming out of the mouth of Justin Bieber. <laughs> out of Justin Bieber. So that's what he said. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking from like your point of view where. You know i guess like chris brown is pop now but mm-hmm. he's also an r&b cat so when you think r&b you're thinking making love type of smooth tracks mm-hmm. isley brothers from back of the day type of stuff mm-hmm. like how do you feel about the openness and the vulgarity and the sexuality especially that we come on like ig like i feel like people fought for the nipple to be you know cleared like Free any the nip <laughs> like nothing uh nothing sacred anymore I mean, I personally like um, just who I am. Like, I enjoy sexuality mm-hmm. a lot, but same. at the same time, I feel like for public, like, type of things, not. Does that mean to be, you? I don't know. I think it's might be me, might be you, but there's like I feel like for a standard, like when it comes to sexuality, I love the ones that are portrayed by like like Victoria Secret type of joints mm-hmm. or like Sade's or like Naomi Campbell has a sexiness or appeal or mm-hmm. who are we talking about last time about the Met Gala um Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. there's that little like ooh like a little bit of I want to know more mm-hmm. Sabrina Claudio those type of sexualities I love in the public eye it's like female big dick energy <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> what's the female version of big dick energy um I know I had one for sure. Uh, J-Lo. J-Lo has that. No, I'm saying like what would be Beyonce. The, the name of it. Oh. Uh, what would we call it? Uh, I don't know. It's more what like I guess women revolve around. Like I feel like women, it's always with ass now. It's so big butt energy. Big butt energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. So, okay. I'll roll with that until we find But I, I just want to see like what you thought. Like is it cool that it's like. Is it cool, like, the crazy sexuality and vulgarity is a norm? Like, is it cool because it's, like, that's what kind of everybody feels behind closed doors? In music or? Everywhere. But I'm saying it's it's entered music where it's, like, you have men or women. Like, I don't think I would ever listen to, like, a Michael Jackson track. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, I'm going to eat the booty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> But as far as image, I think that's that's always been, like, a thing like sex sells like back you can even think back to like the elvis days yeah where it was like provocative to for him sure, to like swing, like, his swing his hips, hips like that you know yeah. what I'm saying? so um i'm a big fan of sexuality okay. um if it's done right because okay. there's always those people that just want to overdo it and just like do it for the wrong reasons yeah. um i think playboy does a pretty good job of that okay um as far as um because i'm a big fan of the female body right mm-hmm. so female body is very beautiful uh how you portray it Mm -hmm. in i don't know either film or uh photos Mm -hmm. um if you can portray a type of sexuality where it's like okay that's not vulgar but Mm -hmm. it's it's beautiful 
Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that. But I it's felt like, like as a photographer, one, I haven't been able to truly master that uh, capturing the provocativeness or sexuality mm-hmm. of anybody, whether it's male or female. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those challenges where it's almost like I'm timid mm-hmm. to show the world what I personally enjoy sexually. Mm. So I feel like if I, as a, from a photographer standpoint, and I've discussed it with other like brands or people that I know that do like uh, fetish gear and stuff. Boudoir. Yeah, shoot. boudoir. Like I, I felt like, I feel like I want to take that jump, that leap, that risk mm-hmm. where I'm able to portray with people that are comfortable with doing anything. Yeah. Even if it's like, I wouldn't say like on a pornographic level, but like something that I would find sexually arousing from my standpoint hmm. in a artful way yeah does that make sense yeah, yeah yeah and i feel like it's it's just we haven't found the right subject true to explore that with mm-hmm. um because i feel like we can both a- a- approach something where we can take something that's sexual and still be artistic with it true. you know what i mean true. um and i've always been a big fan of, of shoots like that um and then, like I said, there's always those people that overdo it and just do it just to do it. At what point are you saying this is super, super sexual and I'm okay with it? I'm glad that we got to this point that male or female could be expressive to this sense. Mm-hmm. And then what is your you doing too much standard? Hmm. I want to know the difference. I want to know your fine line. I don't know, to be honest, because I'm pretty open when it comes to like sexuality and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my standards are maybe a little higher than others. Okay. Um, Just give me an example. I don't know. It's like a case to case basis, though, because okay. you can take somebody that's like, I don't know, just on Instagram twerking. Okay. It's just like, I don't find that cute. It is what it is. It's okay. Just somebody just shaking their booty in front of a camera yeah. and posting it for attention. Um, you think it's just get, like overdone? I feel like we enter yeah. like a world where it's like trap okay. music. I see what you're twerking. doing. That's all it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I can't, if I get a sense of, okay, I see what you're doing, then. Yeah. Gotcha. When it's too obvious. Right. Okay. So, um, but then that same person can come back and just like take this bomb ass photo and it's like, it'll catch my attention. You know, gotcha. I guess it's all, it all has to do with the composition of whatever it is that's being posted. Okay. Who do you, um, who do you find like truly sexually cr- attractive? Hmm. In the public eye. Mm-hmm. Sexually attractive. It would have to be that girl. Um, everybody's been drilling me about her. Emily. Emily. Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> I see. The girl from the Met Gala. This girl. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. So right and there. She's like naked. Or half naked half the time. Okay. So if she went out of context mm-hmm. where she's oiling her booty like a stripper, like, <laughs> like would that yeah, you're take... you're losing me. Yeah. You're losing you. Mm-hmm. Versus that picture you just showed me seems Actually, like... yeah, hold on. Inter- it seems like sexual interpretation versus... I'll see if I can find a good comparison. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. uh this dead air but um there's this one photo of her 
here. Mm-hmm. So she's like naked with the little flower on the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's cute. That's whatever. cute. <laughs> but I'm saying that's, to me, that still enters that realm of mm-hmm. sexuality and good taste. Mm-hmm. Same with this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But I'm saying like, mm-hmm. where, what would, what would be your point of saying, okay, if she did something that was like, like, you know, like more Amber Rose-ish, more Kim Kardashian-ish, mm-hmm. like, would that be, you would lose interest. Or you'd be like, wow, that's still incredibly hot. Knowing her, it'll probably she would probably find a way to make it incredibly hot. hot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like the Kim Kardashians, I don't even judge her for it because she knows she knows what works and what doesn't work yeah. for her. Do you think it's uh, fair? Where like, I mean, guys can do it to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but women can, even for some guys, like even mm-hmm. if she's not the most uh, attractive woman in in some senses, mm-hmm. can always use their bodies. To their advantage yeah do you think that's fair because like what's the event <laughs> like what's 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 the equivalent to a guy um the same thing a guy could use his body yeah to attract whatever Starting it is females. you know yeah, yeah good looks or whatever true um that's just how the world is i mean i can't say yeah life isn't fair you know what I mean? That's 100%. <laughs> Life is never fair. So yeah. it is I'm not saying is. there's people, any right answer. I'm just uh-huh. trying to pick your brain. No, no. And, that, and what my thing is, we've had conversations like this all the time where we see a female as like attractive mm-hmm. to whoever, to the, the regular, to the masses. Yes. This person could be attractive, you know, to uh, nice eye candy or whatever. And then they'll jump into our lane and it's like they'll get more attention for their music. Yeah. Because, you know, one, they've had that following of people that follow them because of, you know, yeah. they're they're nice to the eyes. When they should have had the homie like Carlos say, like, I don't think this is your lane. Exactly. <laughs> this particular person I'm talking about, Carlos is a big fan of. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. He's going to be a guest on one of the shows. Watch. He should be. We need guests. Uh-huh. So. That's another thing. We got to figure need, that out. We need more popularity so we can mm-hmm. have more money so we can get a bigger space mm-hmm. where we can have more people on. Mm-hmm. There's things that there's great things that come so with many the evolution. Things we want to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, big fan of sexuality. People have been <laughs> telling me a lot like people say that they peep the podcast, they mm-hmm. love it. Like you guys need some guests soon. I'm like we're working yeah, on it. So many people do that, but we just haven't figured it out. Like literally, if you guys can see the space that we're working with, you would small. never realize how small the space is. Yeah. Like literally, I can go over here and I can touch him. <laughs> And that's the space that we have. We have maybe like what? What would you say? Like less than ten feet. Less than between 10 us, feet. and then between me and this camera right here, literally like yeah, what a foot? Yeah, between me and the but camera. These that's are the recording camera you. tricks. This is the camera magic. Yeah, where we know how mm-hmm. to use the most out of our space. Yeah, because when we're done recording a podcast, I'm like very like sore because I have to keep a certain position yeah. or else I'm knocking the camera over. <laughs> That's how I am. I'm Between like, me uh, and this wall over it. here, like literally his arm's length. I probably shook this camera a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Not even lie. It is what it is until we get a bigger space. So we were even, I was even thinking of maybe taking the cameras like somewhere else, like whoever we're interviewing, like take it to like their studio or their space because we're we're portable baby we are we are portable this whole studio is portable and we made it that way i pitched our portability to somebody our services and we got shunned again so you sir 
for passing up on us. There's a lot we'll of people see you on the other side. <laughs> but it's funny. There's a lot of people that pass up on us, but then they see mm-hmm. us do a like I would say a similar gig mm-hmm. to what they would have asked from us for somebody else. Yeah, and they're like, "Damn, mm-hmm. I should have went with this person instead mm-hmm. of you know." No worries. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I turn. I turn into like that hater too. It's like, like say particular models I reach out to. They're like, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. And then when it comes down to it, they're like nowhere to be found. Yeah. And then um, I see them shooting with other people, or like, oh, I'm free today. Anybody want to shoot? I'm like, bitch, what the fucking shoot with you last week, and you fucking flicked on me. That's it. And then I'm seeing their photos. I'm like, man, I could have done a way better job. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. The little hater in me is starting to come out. This Christmas, if you get an exclusive Benetton package with a Pantene Pro-V in it or some head and shoulders. Where's this shit going? It's because you've been flaking. Damn. Okay? And that's what you're going to realize. You flaked. <laughs> you missed out. It's basically saying, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> and... We had this conversation earlier because we were talking about Russ, right? And it's like the things that we go through, it's amazing that we haven't like either punched someone in the face or turned into these bitter assholes that we may come across as bitter sometimes on these yeah. episodes. But you have to understand we've been through a lot, guys. Yeah, been through a lot. <laughs> um, but I kind of understand where some people turn Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you have to for the sake of your... Uh... To preserve yourself. Dignity, yeah. Yeah, dignity. Because it's like you push yourself to the max and then some with your determination and your hard work. Blood, sweat, and tears, literally. And then you make it to a certain peak where now other people are fucking with you. Mm -hmm. And the people that didn't fuck with you are like, oh shit, I'm starting to notice people are fucking with you. So maybe I should start fucking with you. And then like, we ain't fucking no more. <laughs> too late <laughs> too late and then that's when they label you with the hollywood tag you know what i'm saying oh he's acting in hollywood i've been with him shooting in the gym since the beginning it's like uh, you were there yeah, for a man. minute and you decided to play game on another court <laughs> i like that but anyway before we sound bitter again <laughs> apologies guys but um you can't be bitter when that? life is sweet where are we going with that <laughs> no I'm kidding I don't oh so know. it's just like seeing people that that pass up on us and stuff so yeah, yeah. just use that as determination guys if you feel very confident in your product don't get discouraged use yeah. it as motivation and That's everybody it. that ends up in your life should be there you know what i'm saying it, uh-huh. it, it's kind of like any love or respect or reciprocation mm-hmm. if somebody's making some time for you in some way that's already evidence that mm-hmm. you know it's all love um if not they're just trying to get whatever they're trying to smash real quick but those Mm -hmm. people you'll see them disappear Mm -hmm. like life life does its own taking out of the garbage if it piles up too high Hmm. the fuck was that (laughs) the hell is that truck (laughs) i think it is (laughs) it sounded like like somebody was somebody was outside like playing some beat <laughs> it sounded like they were doing it with their mouth. They're like, <laughs> oh, what the hell? It sounded like some weird ass animal. But speaking of, like um, when I was in, uh, when I was in Indonesia, I couldn't play. I don't know. I couldn't play this instrument on beat. But I'm telling you, I'm gonna make a beat out of this sample. 
I could definitely hear Tiger on something. Exactly. It's like, get yeah. it, get it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> With a beat drop. Right. <laughs> That's dope. Um, Where do we go from here? Let me see if I have any other topics. You have any topics you want to talk about? Um, I'm pretty good, like, to be honest. Uh, Do you have any funny Lyft or Uber stories? Oh, hell yeah. I have one that I want to share. You ever get it? Okay, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> so... I was taking Lyft to Newark okay. from my house with the person that keeps coming up in our conversations, Carlos. Okay. <laughs> um, and we were going to Barcade to check out the Barcade in Newark. And, it's a nice uh, one. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it's a lot cleaner than the Jersey City one. Oh, the yeah. Jersey City one gives you the, that old school dive bar vibe. Yeah, it smells like old beer everywhere. Which is a cool smell to be if you like want to go to a bar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The one in Newark is a lot cleaner. Um, a lot more teens. Right. So um so we were on our way there and uh when we jump in the the lift or whatever, um I always say what's up, you know, hey, how's it going? How's your night or whatever. Um and I got no reply. So I'm like, okay, cool. Nice yeah. talk. Um <laughs> I don't like bro. talk I don't even like talking to the Lyft driver anyway. Yeah. But um off the chain. Yeah, so we we hit a a bit of traffic while we were getting down there. Um cuz they took I think he took the parkway to 280 or some shit like that. Hmm. And then we hit some 280 traffic. <clears throat> and um all of a sudden this guy pulls out his cell phone. I can't remember if he held it in his hand or put it like on some mount or whatever. And he's FaceTiming with somebody. Okay. And he starts doing sign language. Uh-huh. while he's driving while he's driving so my guy is a <laughs> while he's driving yeah so he's deaf he's a deaf guy what yeah that's why he didn't answer uh-huh Jesus. he didn't answer and now this guy's doing sign language facetiming while in traffic with us and then uh you know um i think uber does where you have somebody that has like um hearing problems they'll let you know like your driver's hearing impaired yeah. if you need to contact yeah, them text them or whatever say, is that somewhat illegal for him to mm-hmm. yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> super illegal so at the time uh, a couple weeks later i had mentioned it on twitter right in a conversation i didn't even at lyft i just wrote the word lyft explaining the story to somebody because we were talking about funny lyft tra- lyft stories yeah and then uh, i guess there's somebody on the lyft account like the official Lyft account, looking up the word Lyft. Oh, wow. And they were like, please report this driver as soon as you can. We would love to get him off the road. And he was wow. like, man, stitches get stitches. Fuck that. I ain't snitching on him. He got us like, there safe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. So, and then uh, an Uber story I had. Usually the Ubers I get are males. Okay. Either Dominican or Arabic for some reason. <laughs> um. At this time, it was a Dominican woman that picked me up. So they either look like French Montana. <laughs> yeah. Either French Montana or uh, Osuna, even oh, though Osuna's wow. Puerto Rican, but you look Dominican. Um, so a female Uber driver picked me up, whatever. And then she noticed that I was Dominican, by the way. I was speaking Spanish. Damn yeah. it. Yeah, I always give myself up. You're sure pretty good at covering that up. <clears throat> but um, uh, she gets me to my destination. Yeah. And I'm noticing she didn't end the ride. I'm like, this bitch. Literally, 20 minutes after she had dropped me off, she uh, ended the ride. Trying to get those extra Trying to get coins. the extra coins. So I was like, nah. 
immediately sent an email to uber and i sent the screenshot i was like yo she ended the ride like 20 minutes after she dropped me off what's up i had somebody Com- do that to completely me completely reimbursed i bought the somebody the ride mm-hmm. and they just kept going wherever they wanted damn yeah i was like nah be. that's something different that's like somebody taking advantage of you oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. but my funniest uber yeah. story like i usually have a very nice driver i'm not even gonna lie most of my trips have been very smooth because you like talking to people. I hate talking to people. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just like, I mean, I, I just, again, I've never really had trouble. But one guy, he was like a uh, Pakistani. And he went on for hours. Like we were going from New York to Jersey. Sheesh. But he was going on for hours about why we should convert and this and that. Because I don't know. He got super crazy. Convert to Islam? Everything. <laughs> he was going in on like everything. And I was <sighs> just like, you know when like... You're just listening, but you you just wish you could arrest it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I think they 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 did uh, they're doing like these beta trial runs for mm-hmm. Uber, which is kind of weird. They're only doing it for like Uber XL and Uber Black, yeah. Where you could put a quiet mode. Nice. I didn't look into it too much, but I'm assuming that if you hit that quiet mode, that means the driver sh- shut the fuck up and not talking to you. <laughs> so they definitely need that for everything. Because uh, I know. <laughs> I know Garen picked up Chris Rock one night mm-hmm. and he's trying to talk to him too much not knowing how Chris Rock is. Mm-hmm. He's like, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, one more topic I wanted to bring up before we start wrapping things up. Cool. Um, if you have anybody, do you have anybody for the gallery today? I have uh, one or two people I wanted to shout out. Yeah, shout them out. But uh, before we do that, I wanted to talk about um, this interesting topic that Amy brought up the other day because we were having... A frustrating day hmm. where both of our parents were getting on our nerves okay so brought up the topic of parents being bullies okay yeah mostly immigrant parents so i wanted to see if you exper- ever experienced this on your end oh, yeah, for sure. um where if you take the title of parent away mm-hmm. do you feel like parents are bullying their kids i feel like parents are teenagers mm-hmm. with the with a title mm-hmm like again, I've gotten to the point in my my life where you know parents are parents, mm-hmm. but an adult to an adult, some people still need to grow up. Yeah, and it it's just it is what it is. Like sometimes it's not even your parents' fault. It's just because they had they never had the friend like mm-hmm. Carlos <laughs> that should have told them and kept it real <laughs> that didn't keep it real and just mm-hmm. you know people uh build bad habits and then after a while i guess they enter an adult life where they have kids and mm-hmm. less friends come around and this and that mm-hmm. and i feel like just like you know tobacco sticking to pink lungs that's exactly mm-hmm. how bad habits stick to people mm-hmm. and when the bullying or the bad habits come around and you even though you're the, their child mm-hmm. i think it i think it's like in hinduism or like I don't know. I know in some Indian cultures where they're like, you know, you can find the answers through your children. You should listen sometimes mm-hmm. because the love and the feeling is mutual. Like if you feel like your kids are your friends, your confidants, listen, because we end up being adults. We become aware. We mm-hmm. become conscious. And we have minds of our own. And we have minds of our own, which mm-hmm. if we love you, we're going to we're going to end up being your friend. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna tell you some real shit. Yep. So, yes. Parents Play. can be bullies. Parents can be bullies. 
Yeah, because I was thinking about this because it's like if you strip the title of parent away and you observe and evaluate their behaviors specifically towards you, mm-hmm. like if it were anybody else, it, it would be considered bully. That's <laughs> like, what I'm do saying. This for just, me. Just be- do that for yeah, me. Just because you're somebody's child, mm-hmm. just because you're somebody's lover, just because you're somebody's friend, doesn't mean that we all still have human ass tendencies. Where you're going to try to take advantage of people's whatever, whatever. And you're going to try to, you know, flip it and, oh, you know, point the finger when time comes around. Everybody still has these habits. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, if you cut them out quick, if you put them in the spotlight, if you say, uh-uh-uh-uh, no, 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 no. Matumbo finger. Matumbo finger. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, man. Stand up to your bullies, guys. Yes. aka your parents. <laughs> rebellion against the parents <laughs> no but i get 100 percent, and it's the same thing some kids are bullies to their parents speaking of chris rock you hear chris rock <laughs> is making the saw movies <laughs> he's remaking the saw movies i can't <laughs> speaking of chris rock yeah you mentioned chris rock earlier i know but <laughs> the delay <laughs> i have it written in my notes here and i, oh I was gonna make a great segue when yeah, we were yeah, talking no, about no, that 100%. but then i saw the parent thing Again, I that news to you. I don't know. Like sometimes it gets some people's rocks off, but I can't take. Hey. I cannot take torture movies. I've never been a big fan of the Saw movies. They should, do them very you sh- well. You should watch it. For they the do it. Story. They do it so well that I'm not interested in watching it. And to me, that's the biggest compliment mm-hmm. to them. You should do it for the story and then turn your face during the gory part. I get. I get it. But it's like you, you perfected torture so well in this movie that I can't even take to watch it. And it's like, for me, that's my compliment from afar. Okay. You, know, you made it so, like, you made it so well, I don't want to watch it. So if you ever see him in Bergen County, you're going to tell him, like, yo, my guy, nobody asked for this. <laughs> yeah, I would I would have been like, you know what? You could have left it where it was at. That's it. You it's just been, you just want to bring the torture back. There's been eight, I think eight movies. Like, and okay. at first, I didn't think you were talking about Chris Rock. I thought you were talking about Jigsaw. I'm like, if that guy comes up to me <laughs> in a Chipotle <laughs> on his little ass that fucking, too. you want a burger? <laughs> I'm on my tricycle. You want some more chicken? You're not doing keto. You cheated. And then the <laughs> next thing, <laughs> I end up in a basement, <laughs> chained up like next to a bathtub next to you, and you're like, is it your friend or the keto? <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, how did we get here? I didn't even think it was that bad. So Cass is Jigsaw. Oh, my God. He's like, do you want to play a game? <laughs> and it's I, funny because that's I, I how res- I felt. I reserved a table at the most finest Italian restaurant in Bali. <laughs> Are you going to do it? And then Are was, you going to cheat? And then, and, and then like, he puts you in a room where it's nothing but the cameras from the restaurant watching me <laughs> and you're like no don't do it and i'm like tiramisu like <laughs> no they'll put like a key to something that you're locked into inside the keto horrible inside the the pasta and you have to eat the pasta to get to the key no i have to eat pasta till i can't anymore <laughs> while the music plays in the background <laughs> coming this summer do you want to play a game but uh yeah, I mean, I guess if he comes out with like some dope ideas, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I've been a big fan of the Saw movies. Just Honestly, I think he's going to do a crazy job because to me, I feel like he has this like very dark side. Mm-hmm. I feel like comedians all have the dark side. Yeah, unfortunately. So, um, hope it comes out nice. Yeah. <laughs> hope it's a lovely flick. 
Um, and one more topic I've had on my list for a little while. I guess we'll bang that out real quick. Okay. Let me see how much time we got left. We got about five minutes on this roll. Um, I'll leave it for the next one. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, the gallery. Yeah. Do you have anybody you want to shout out today? Uh, I'll jump in while you, uh, you jump in. last minute things. Uh, a person I want to shout out that I've been wanting to shout out for quite some time now, and he actually beat us to it. Um, a gentleman that we've been trying to work with for quite some time because, um, you know, we've known him for quite some time and we haven't done a collaboration in quite some time. Mm. So uh, there's a little nudge to you, sir, since you're supporting Jersey artists <laughs> so strong lately. But the shout out goes to Mr. K.C. Benz. I felt that one coming. With a Z. I felt that one coming. Our boy K.C. He's a talented artist out of Jersey. Um, we've known him for what, like eight, nine years now? Since he was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since he was a baby. I just want to say that nonchalantly, since, like since he was born. Since he was Carl. Since uh, he was Carl. <laughs> so uh Casey Bands is a dope artist out of Jersey, uh hip hop artist um that we've uh become pretty good friends with uh through mutual friends. Uh, we've been trying to collaborate for quite some time and I think he fell off the face of the earth for a little bit. Uh, I think he was just trying to find himself or whatever, but um, it's good to see him out. Shameless about. plug. <laughs> I produce a song called Gang Signs. <laughs> Gang Signs. But uh, yeah, man, uh, shout out to KC, man. He's such a dope person. Uh, super positive vibes, always radiating from him, always yeah. has a smile on his face. Good belly laugh. A good belly laugh. Um, and he's just super chill dude. Um, again, we're ready when you are. Boom. We're not going to chase you anymore. So when you're ready, come holla at us. What was that song yeah. like, I Don't Say Much? Who was that by? Which one? It was like a West Coast rapper, I think. Or like... YG. It's like... Bing, 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 bing. I don't say much. You don't remember that shit? You got to give me a little more than that. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only part I remember. Uh, let me see here. And another shout out I want to give out to is uh, this kid I've known since high school. Um, I used to work at a jewelry store back when I was like 15, 16 years old. Okay, throwback. And I became friends with these two brothers that love, worked at love, <laughs> love. They worked at their uh their dad's shoe store. Okay. Which was a couple stores down from the jewelry store I used to work at. So I okay. used to sneak out the back when I was bored. I used to come around back, come through the front of the storefront and just hide at their store, just talking to them or whatever. Nice. But uh my boy Joe, Joseph, real estate. Got into real estate. I thought his name was Joe Real Estate. <laughs> no. He's gotten into real name. estate and uh, he's doing his thing, man. Uh, super proud of him. Um, I went to him to get some advice and uh, he gave me some advice. And I'm going to take that advice and I will use it to purchase a home sometime in the next dope, year or so. Um, but he's a cool dude, man. Some funny guy. Uh, uh, he was kind of like the class clown. He was a couple years younger than me. Um, I think he was in my sister's grade, and um, his brother was in my grade, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. But um, his brother became a lawyer, mm. real estate lawyer. Look at that. So they have the perfect <laughs> the one two combo. Yeah, I was gonna say. But, that's um, a nice marriage yeah, they're both, to get business done. Yeah, they're both successful gentlemen at the moment, and uh, yeah, I just want to give him a quick little shout out for anybody that's looking for a home. Nice. Shout out to Joe. I'll leave his name right here. He was doing his little vlogs that he started. Mm. Uh, just a 
day in the life. I don't know if he's continuing doing that, but I thought it was a super dope idea for him to do that. So um, he has a personality for it. So yeah. uh, shout out to Mr. Joe. I'll leave his name right here so you guys can follow him. But um, uh, and the last person I want to shout out is uh, this young lady by the name of Desi. Name is Desi Does It. Put Desi it right Does It. Because she definitely does it. <laughs> um, she does, uh, and we we go back and forth quite a bit with uh, Premiere didn't she and our sub- frustrations with Premiere. Um, didn't she? Uh, she she's the one that supported the. Uh, she had the dad hat, right? Yeah, yeah. We sent her a dad hat, and she took a couple photos in them and stuff like that. So oh. we appreciate that support. Um, but Desi does little uh, vlogs as well, mm-hmm. uh, more on the health tip. Um, where I've seen a few videos where she talks about CBD oils, mm-hmm. um, you know, workout regimens and stuff like that. So more on the the health conscious end of the, uh, I guess you would call it the spectrum. See, there's so many people that we could be uh, having on our, <clears throat> our show. Yeah, man. But she's all the way in Florida. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Expansion, man. So um, I just took a, a 23-hour flight. We could yeah. find somebody to come up from Florida. <laughs> or we could go down there and have a nice experience. Yeah, must be nice, right? <laughs> so shout out to Desi because she, uh, she's uh, full of positive vibes as well. So, so um, And that's all I have at the moment for the gallery artists. Nice. Do you have anybody? I do, but I think I'll save it for next time since you know we are going to wrap up. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me make sure this is straight. All right. Yeah. Um. So, um, I guess that wraps it up for episode sixteen. Man, cool. uh, I was trying to get it in the last <laughs> cut, but um, uh, remember to like, subscribe, uh, share, uh, turn on the little bell notification so you know when we post a video. Uh, follow on Apple Music. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Mm. Same thing on Spotify. Follow us. Share it with everybody. Um, We're not going to get anywhere if you guys don't share this bad boy. Uh, We can't stress enough how important these numbers are for us um, and the success of this podcast and the music that we do. Um, And we're going to fill you guys with positive vibes. Positive vibes all day. And uh, yeah, so let's wrap this up. Yes. Well, it was a fun one, guys. (laughs) Um, Honestly, Continue with us on our journey and we'll keep you updated on anything you want to know and need to know. And hopefully we keep giving you good energy, good insight. Uh, Hit us up with any ideas of any topics you want us to discuss or any questions you may have for us Yeah, on any on any aspect, whether it's photography, cinematography, music, podcasting, yeah. anything. Cooking. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Cooking, whatever. Fixing you, things. Anything, man. Whatever, whatever. We just need stuff to talk about. That's it. Um, so yeah, with man. that said. Like hit him always. with the intro. No, you do it in the camera. I want you to hit him this time. Hit him with the intro, with the outro. Can you hear me?